Phenomenal African Women UK. Ready to be inspired, celebrated and empowered. Hey, it's the Aphrodite Empower podcast, where we share our real and relatable experiences as young black women connected to the African diaspora. Invite some friends and join the conversation with your hosts, Shanova, Emanuela and Blessings. Okay, hi everyone. We are Aphrodite Empower and we're so excited to have you all to join us on podcast 15. Ah, That sounds sounds really mad. It's been a long time, but you guys can't see us, but it's been, it's, we, we've been, we've been going with you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today and for listening in. So today's um, topic is about this week that is happening right now, which is mental health week. Um, and we really wanted to be able to discuss with you and really have conversation and go deep into that. But before we go in that, obviously we need to start with a little, a little cutesy thing at the beginning. So yeah. our question for today is if you had one wish, what would you wish for? And there's no rules about this year, guys. No rules. Whatever no you rules. want. Uh, if you, had wish. you know, when you, ha- when someone asks you something like that, something comes to your mind. And then you think, actually, let me be serious. <laughs> so then you change it. Oh, goodness. Um, Could I go first? Yeah, go on. I would wish for free unlimited travel. So, like, I can be at uni or at work. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I need time off. I'm going to Thailand or I'm going to Bora. And it's for free. Like, first class, free, all paid for, all inclusive. That's my wish. Yeah. That's a good no, wish. Yeah. That's my wish. Blessings, you said, yeah. That's my wish. Yeah. <sighs> She's like, nope, we're not sharing. Not sharing this wish, no. Not sharing, fine. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't even know what I would do. <sighs> do you want me to say mine? Yeah, you go. So, I'm that cliche, yeah. I would ask for unlimited wishes. Don't give me one wish. Wow. That wish wow. needs to continue that's... going on. And yeah, on and on and on. There's no rules. I'm fed up with people telling me, no, it doesn't work like that. Are you <laughs> the genie? Did you create this? For real. You're not. So I, I'm going to do me. I don't know what I will need and when I'll need it, you know? And I want to be able to use my wishes for myself, but for others too. So if Emmanuel is like, actually... You know what? I don't just want free limited travel. I also want free food. Then I can say, Jeannie, I need free food oh, for Emanuela. Do you see oh, what I mean? Use one of my other wishes. Yeah. That's, that's true. Okay. Do you know what I would wish for? I would wish for like some form of a really nice, okay, a really nice hotel style house in every single place in the world because if you think about it when you're going on holiday there's nothing worse than getting into your room and the bathroom is not nice or the bed's a bit dusty you got what I mean like I I really like bathrooms that are really really clean so I feel like that's my main reason why I'd want my own hotel style house in every single place so whenever Mm. I'm going on holiday or whatever I know I'm good I just need to sort out other stuff so Mm. that would be my wish so would it be that they appear when you get there or like they're just permanently there? Because I'm thinking if you're traveling for work, then if you have one appear whenever you want 
to travel like you know in your head i'm going there so your hotel house appears when you get there Mm, so it's I mean, just there for you. Oh yes, I mean, I just with you see with this wish that I'm wishing for, mm-hmm. what would really happen is that as I've just said it now, a building. So it's it's building mm. as I'm talking right now. <laughs> I sound so. <laughs> and right now I'm getting an email of where all the locations are, so I can just <laughs> type in which country I need to go to, and then it will just ping me back where the address is. So I just need to go there. That's it. Right, I've already got stuff, everything, yeah. Right, so between all of us, I mean, we have the unlimited wishes, we travel with Emanuela, so we're all good. And then when we get there, we travel with Emanuela, as I was saying. (laughs) (laughs) When we get there, when we get there, we stay in Blessing's house, and I can get us the food, I can get us the entertainment, you know what I mean, what we feel like in the moment. I can get us home if we need to, quickly. Exactly. Yes, guys. So on that on that um, fantastical note, <laughs> we'll go into the podcast for today. Um, and just to kind of start us off, I know that we've all been adjusting to this new life. And, and I think bef- when, when the pandemic started, it was going to be one of those things of like, when we come out, we're going to go back to normal. And I don't think there is a back to normal um, anymore. I think it's just going to be different. And it's like as we've said in other podcasts it is like we we have to adjust with that um the only thing that we know for sure is that change is inevitable um so when it comes to our mental health i think we also have to adjust the way that we look at that too um so guys Mm. like jump in and stuff um i i do think that because of the pandemic and because of the heightened conversations about racism like we I, i was watching this um it was it was a documentary and this lady was saying that the, the conversations around racism now and the pandemic are so intrinsically linked because without people sitting at home and being in a place of being able to just watch and see what's going on in the world without the hustle and bustle of your own life, then people wouldn't mm. have been as affected with what had happened with George Floyd and what had happened 100%. with the conversations around racism and stuff. Um, but in terms of our mental health, all of that also has an impact on us. The same way that the pandemic has had an impact on us. Actually, those conversations mm. and having to give so much of yourself also has um, an impact on our, our mental health um, as young women connected to the African diaspora. So what do you guys think? Yeah, like I very much agree with what you've said. I remember, when was it? Last year, especially after the murder of George Floyd, and everything like being on social media and everyone was posting a lot of things and I was very much involved in all of it I remember it got to a point where I realized I was like I started to feel very emotional like my feet like my feelings I don't know how to describe it but I became quite overwhelmed with all that was going on and I needed I need to take a break so I feel like it's really important to also recognize that in as much as we're being involved in these conversations yes they're great yes they are needed but um we need to know the limit for ourselves of what's it how do I put this um yeah when we feel that I guess we're not in the place that we should be or healthy enough to have this conversation without it affecting us in a certain way then you we need to realize okay we need to take a break from this and come back with a new fresh perspective in the future so I think that was my experience yeah I think my experience was 
during just the Black Lives Matter movement and the unfortunate death of George Floyd, it's just the amount of black deaths that were so evident on yeah. yeah. It was almost traumatic um, and draining to see because it wasn't just George Floyd. Um, yeah. Breonna Taylor was being discussed. Um, mm-hmm. Deaths in general, deaths from COVID, um, just unexplained deaths from young people in particular mm. was being broadcasted on social media. Um, and we, I, I think just taking a break, I didn't know that was affecting me that bad. Um, but it was just, and then I took a break and I was like, yeah, this is, this is affecting me. Um, Mm. and yeah, it's just, it's, it's unfortunate to see. Um, yeah. And I, I think that we've all touched on a point that is important in terms of you do need to take a time to step back and look at your life especially with what has been going on with the pandemic and racism and the conversations around death as we were saying as well um whether it's death through what's happened with the pandemic of people being inadvertently affected because they cannot get access to healthcare or people um dying because of um sadly passing away from covid19 or um the conversations around racism and and brutality um when it comes to institutions and law enforcement and all of that, like with all of those things, you need to take time for yourself and be like, how am I feeling? Let me check in with myself. Let me step back. How is my mental health? And that is, your mental health is something that changes. Like this is not a, I am this today and I'm going to be this forever. The same way our skin changes, the same way our weight changes, like your mental state also changes. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think it's the conversations around the big things, but also the little things, the how do I do my every, my my day-to-day life? How do I adjust to this new normal as well? Um, As we we were discussing um, before we came on to do the podcast about going from a place of really slowing down and relaxing and enjoying your life um, at home with your family, even though you weren't able to connect with others, we could all slow down to a certain extent. And now we have to start getting back up. Pace has to be picking up. Businesses are opening um, and people are just going out to 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 live their lives again. Um, yeah. Um, I think also recently in a couple of years, in recent years, um, mental health has become a really big topic. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's we're grateful that it's happening now, but we have to understand that the generation before us, there wasn't an, a name called mental health. There wasn't a, a coined term for it. it. It was happening, it was being experienced, um, but we couldn't pinpoint it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and there weren't as many services available, especially for Black people in general. Um, and mm-hmm. I could say people belonging to the Afro, the the African and Caribbean diaspora, um, because of the strong cultural values and ideologies that we have about being strong and being um, go-getters and being brave and having tough skin, um, it does not necessarily mean that we are immune to having experiencing some sort of bad or unhealthy mental well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can 
happen to us so I know we have the who's the strong friend in your friendship group or um it's not that deep move past it um mm. it there are subtle ways that you realize that your mental health is um not as stable as it used to be um and we really need to pay attention to that um and use the services available to us there's so many services um that are now even being created and have been created just for us um yeah Mm. i agree with what you said especially about um mental health in the afro-caribbean community where we are we almost think we're sometimes immune to this Mm. immune to mental um health issues which is actually not the case it affects everybody and I remember even growing up, to even put it bluntly, it was kind of a mindset I had that, oh, this doesn't happen to black people. And I don't know where I picked it up from. I don't know if it was parents or I, or school friends or the environment that I was in, but there was often this mindset that, oh, I'm too tough for this or like, this can never happen to me um, kind of thing. But being in the pandemic, um, I've actually come to realise, oh, wow, like this does affect um everyone and we should all be you know tap into those resources like Emmanuel had said for example and now we have Black Minds Matter um, as a resource that you guys can go to um, if you need someone to talk to or to get resources from them or how to help and improve your mental health Um, yeah and I think as well from from Blessing's point like thinking about where thinking about where did all of this start i was i was just like going through my head and i was thinking i think the african and the caribbean perspective especially as immigrants in the uk is almost this idea of our lives being the hustle um Mm -hmm. like we're always moving and we're always working we're always doing because almost and this is not for everyone right this is me just stereotyping generally but almost because we've we've for the whole time that we've been here we've been trying to create our own space and and make space for us and for um other generations to move up and be able to move into those spaces and be recognized in those spaces but the thing about your life always being the hustle is that where's the time for slowing down for us to get Mm. support for us to reach out to people and this is why we're having these conversations um as well as as young people it's not always about like we, we all want to be moving and shaking and doing great things and making impacts in our communities and there are so many amazing young um young people who are connected to the african diaspora diaspora who um want to go into different areas of work where there has never been anyone who mm-hmm. um who looks like us or who comes from the same background as, as us in those areas. But even in that, when as much as it's exciting, the other side of it is there has never been anyone in those areas. So we have to keep checking on ourselves and um, check our own mental health and stuff to make sure that as we're, as we're going through this path, which has never, like there is no, there's no pathway there, right? There's, there's no mm-hmm. trodden, trodden land. You're literally walking through bushes and taking things down and and changing yeah. stereotypes and moving things around um we have to realize okay checking on myself checking on what is going on um around us and we can't always be the person who everyone comes to us as well it's something that i've been mm. learning in my life over the last couple of years <laughs> still trying to get to get um the understanding of 
like even if you're a kind of maternal person or you're the type of person who you're always checking on people like where who checks on you like when do you get that time to check on yourself um Mm. as well and just get to completely disconnect forget your let me do me for um a bit of time um yeah and find my own space and forge my own path silently without all the noise because yeah. you know what it's it is okay this is me going to a little bit deeper but it is tiring sometimes to feel like you are carrying the whole community on your shoulders um, um yeah. and especially when you're going into a place you're realizing i am the first to do this or no one's really done this or there isn't this thing for my own community when you're doing those things you have to realize as well that at times we're going to get you're going to get exhausted too it's a lot Mm. you're creating Mm. a space for others like you to be able to step in but there isn't that space does not exist yet 100 percent. and i think this is why you also need we said earlier people around you to support you and encourage you and to some people not even just about encouragement but people who will listen because that's, I guess, the biggest issue now is everyone wants to, you know, speak. Everyone wants to have something to say. But now more than ever, people need someone who they can listen to. That's why I think lately you hear a lot of people getting therapy because they need to ha- have someone to speak to, especially because of what's been going on in the pandemic and how it's affected and changed people's lives. Um, having someone to speak to is so important um, as something that I would recommend to someone out there. And even what just came into my mind as well is, um, I think Emanuela mentioned it earlier about there being a generation gap between our parents and, you know, what we know about mental health. Yeah. What do you guys think that we can do to almost educate them? Because I know it's not entirely our responsibility, but in some sense, mm-hmm. like it is in informing them and letting them know, like, you know, it's okay to have these issues. It's okay to start talking about it what do you think we could do basically um i think it's just just um starting it starting a conversation but in love um Mm. because it's a thing where you're not like blaming them um for not knowing because they don't know know. it's not like they knew and and chose not to pay attention to it it, it just wasn't pop it wasn't known in their generation mm-hmm. um conversations about anxiety and stress um wasn't really illuminated in the household um so just starting off because we never know our parents could be dealing with things with their mental health but because they're not familiar with the language um mm. and um and sorry i forgot the word uh, mental health services and therapy is yeah. seen as a big tab- taboo. Um, mm-hmm. I think just starting a conversation in love and just introducing it to them um, and speaking about how you can you can get help um, yeah. because it's just as important as the. I, I mean, Doctor Nova mentions it all the time about you know there's a doctor for the heart and the, the kidney and the neck and <laughs> and the bones uh, and the brain is the most important. Is it an organ? It's an organ, right? You can cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> organ in the body. I mean, once the brain shuts off, everything is off. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, starting a conversation. That's what I would say. Great. And I, I would add on to what Emanuela is saying as well that w- we need to to create um this atmosphere for them to understand that 
there's a culture of support out there as well um Mm -hmm. because if you if we can say okay right you can get support to start up sorry you can get support to start up a business there are organizations who want to support like people young people or not young people sorry who want to support people um who are connected to the black to the black community in their businesses and then we can help signpost to them it's the same way when it comes to mental health there there are places out there who really are reaching out their hand and want to support us it's like um the same with um uh, when you go to food banks for example there are places out there who want to support us so it's really creating I think a culture at home of we can reach out for this support and you are not less than and you are not a bad parent because you need this support mm. um, in the same way that it might be getting education around finances or education around parenting or education around um schooling and like education careers all of that it's the same thing with mental health um there are places out there for us to be able to reach to and um reach out to and and they want to help us um as well yeah and i, w- I was gonna say as um to add to i remember when my mom went for therapy um and basically she she just finished writing her book about abuse and her own experience of um abuse in her first marriage and Mm. stuff and she realized she was like i keep losing every time we we went home to trinidad she kept losing her voice she'd be losing her voice losing her voice um and stuff and it was i can't remember how the how the whole thing happened but let's just say she ended up going to therapy and they said actually you losing your voice and at this point she'd permanently oh that's why she permanently had lost her voice like she could mm. not for I, I think it was at least a year like she she couldn't she couldn't speak clearly anymore like her voice had basically gone and they mm. said it's actually linked to the trauma of your past when it came to like your experiences in Trinidad and all of that that's why every time she went back she would lose it to the point where she couldn't speak um as well and now because she'd just written that book and literally offloaded a lot that was on her heart on her mind there was things in the book and um she did some interviews and stuff things that she'd never spoken to her family about but she's spoken to like my dad about and stuff mm-hmm. um that they'd all come out in one go so the trauma of that on her body meant that she needed to go and get support to be able to talk through those things um Mm. and stuff and she went through the doctors and everything like she went through like nhs system and went through the doctors and got that support but even seeing her do that like i've never i never really had a conversation with her about it because to me it was just in my head it was normal like i just knew that my mom okay yeah her her doctor's appointment is coming up. She needs to go and have her um, appointment and all of that. But just even those kind of conversations, there's a lot of people who I think would not go and do that. But there are a lot of people who also have like past trauma from childhood and past trauma from family life and stuff. And if we do not, if we're not having those conversations with people around us who we love to decompress and let go of those things, then we need to have conversations with someone else because like by bottling yeah. up all it does is just impact other areas of our life it's impacting this it's impacting that why are we why am i so bad with money when i'm older it's because when you were a child there was this culture of money and and wealth that was um created that was in such a negative way the way you viewed money you guys didn't have enough like all of that became trauma that's now linking to you as an adult and you're wondering why money yeah. isn't staying in your hand and stuff so there are things that 
there's some things that we can work on ourselves and there's some, some things that we have to really go outside ourselves to get that support and even when we're working on things ourselves we're still getting things from people who are speaking about it outside right we're always like connecting to support mm-hmm. getting support from others outside whether it's someone you're talking to face to face or it's some like a video you're watching um as well wow do you know that's so deep what you've just said about um because it just links to how things like how do I have a word this but like generational mental states I don't know if that's the right word to put it mm. but like the way that someone their experiences can affect the way that maybe they bring up their children which affects the way they view themselves or view certain things which affect their children and if we don't decide that okay well this needs to stop and mm. I need to get help for this then it becomes a thing where it affects every area in your life so yeah really, um yeah I was thinking we could just share like three things to really take away um from this session um yeah just to wrap up now and where we how we can really help and the people that are listening and so I would first start with probably like signposting in the sense that there are many resources available and um, for you guys out there that are listening you're not alone um places such as the Samaritans I believe you can I don't know the exact details but you can if you go on their website there's someone to speak to at all times 24 7 on the phone so um definitely go to the Samaritans there's also Black Minds Matter um the all the UK um, there is also Mind UK, and lastly, there is Young Mind. So those four Samaritans, Black Minds Matter, Mind UK, and Young Mind, the help you need. But also um, going through the NHS too, if you feel that it's yeah, you need to go through get a doctor's perspective as well. Be really good, um, and they have connections to counselling services as well. So. Yeah. And and to just jump on to the end of Blessings Point as well, don't feel like it has to it has to look like you're stuck in your room, you don't want to leave your oh, room before you call a doctor. Yeah. Like if you do not feel good and you do not feel like how you know you normally feel um when you're happy and all of that, and this is something that has been going on for a little bit of time, please, please mm-hmm. contact these people, please contact um your doctor as well. If you had a broken leg, you would go in. It's the same thing. It's true. Um, and just to follow up from what Blessing shared, um, I think checking in on yourself. Um, actually, you know, so following on what Shanae said about mm-hmm. how you're feeling, um, just checking in on yourself at times um, and, and see what the normal, you, the default you default emotion that you tend to sit at um and ask yourself what is causing this um change in mental well-being so is it is it stress from school okay how can I manage that um we always want to manage what we can control so in terms of can I do my work earlier is the workload too much should I ask for more help um Mm. am I giving myself enough time to rest um Mm. sometimes mental well-being or like um, mental health illnesses such as depression and anxiety there's actually hormonal changes within the body that can cause that as well so it might not mm. just um, external circumstances it might be internal um, so mm. you know 
speaking to the doctor or going to the GP or speaking to someone, they can give you medication that can control your level of hormones. Um, so it might not just be sociological, it could be biological as well. Um, so yeah, check it in on yourself. Yeah, and, and just to lead on from what Emmanuel has said as the third takeaway point, your community is key as well. And sometimes we can't always see... Um, we can't always see our true self. It's like, it's the thing is called Jahari's window where there's like four different sides of you and one side is your blind self where you cannot mm-hmm. see, um, you can't see your, your, like, your trials, the things that are really going on in your life, the things that you actually struggle with, the bad habits that you have. Um, but I say this to say that community is so important because for the moments that actually when you check in on yourself, you you look and you think you're fine, but there are people around you like, are you sure you're okay? Are you sure yeah. um, you're right? Maybe that is another time to go in and and um, contact someone, get some support and get some help um, as well when it comes to your mental health. Please surround yourself with people that you love and um, who love you as well. Um, but also put mm-hmm. yourself out there too and join new communities and things that you're interested in as well. Um as a way of being able to support yourself during this time and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you if you love, I don't know, uh, mountain biking, that just came randomly to my head. So if you love mountain biking, <laughs> but you right now you can't mountain bike, still join the mountain biking community because there will be people who will be putting up videos and pictures and things of what they used to really enjoy and just being immersed in that space or following a YouTuber who... Um, does that and being able to look back over videos something recently i've been doing is watching um this youtube channel where this guy goes to luxury hotels and like videos him going through it and stuff and the experience and talks about the food but he actually he doesn't talk through any of the videos is he just plays music in the back but i find that really calming as much as i'd love to be on holiday um just watching someone go through and like walk through the places i'm like oh my gosh yeah that's how that's how it felt um to be able to do that and that's good for me some people watching that will not be good for you that are just going to make you mm-hmm. feel sad so don't do that um but find <laughs> what works for for you um and stay connected to community whether that is people that you know or connecting to people outside just take that little leap of faith dip your toe in the water say hi my name is this and i've just joined the community and then people be like hey 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 so yeah yeah yes. So yeah, that is all for today, everyone. Um, I hope you guys learned a lot. I learned a lot from you both. And I'm sure this is a very important conversation that will be continued. It's the beginning, it's not the end. Um, so thank you so much all for listening for t- to today's podcast. And yeah, make sure you follow us on our social media at Aphrodite Empower on Instagram. And we will see you next time. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. We're really glad you joined us today. Check us out on Instagram, Aphrodias, and comment on today's podcast post. Don't forget, be phenomenal.